Hello everybody, you're listening to the Shiraz Sheikh Show, and this is Shiraz Sheikh. So how's everyone doing today? It's been a while since I've been back on, um, and what's going on these days? Well, let's look at it. Uh, LeBron James isn't in the playoffs. Um, the Rams have won their first Super Bowl in Los Angeles. Uh, Major League Baseball has just started. And Tom Brady, he has officially announced he is unretired and is in back with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As if we needed him back, really. So, let's talk about LeBron James, the king, the goat, the chosen one. So, LeBron James, okay, since he's been with the Lakers, the Lakers, their first year, won the NBA title in the bubble. Right? I mean, it was basically a given championship, right? Which I'm alright with. Which I'm alright, you know? Everybody else is going to complain because everyone else is a Laker hater, pretty much. You know, unless you're from Los Angeles or you're from uh, Southern California or uh, anywhere near L.A., you're going to be a Laker fan. Outside of L.A., most of the time they're hating L.A., which is fine by me. Anyways, getting back to my point. So, Lakers... Are now out of the playoffs. What happened? Well, let's look at the year. Okay, they started off. They uh, traded away uh, AC Adam Caruso to the Chicago Bulls. Then they ended up signing Carmelo Anthony. They got all these. Dwight Howard came back. All these veteran veteran players came. Right? LeBron James thought he could win. He thought he could win with these talent. Bring all your buddies in. Even in the midseason, they acquired uh, Russell Westbrook. From the uh, Washington D.C. Uh, Wizards, and they gave away uh, the 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 other young player. I'm forgetting his name right now. Kuzmo, Ku, uh, Kuzmo, and the other young player, which I also forget. Apologize. But anyways, why didn't the why did the Lakers explode at the very very end? Well, let's talk about injuries for one. AD was just monumentally injured. LeBron James also injured. Um, you know, and the list goes on and on. And then they ended up firing Frank Vogel, which I felt was unjustified. I felt Frank Vogel is a great coach and deserved a second opportunity with the Lakers. But that being said, they ended up firing him anyways. So now LeBron James was kind of ticked off he didn't make the playoffs Lakers wouldn't give him what he wanted which was to be either be traded or to get some more talent in and he just ended up giving up at the end and they just ended up not making the playoffs which I'm all right with which I think was the right thing to do since LeBron James decided to play GM and decided to pick all these players that really didn't fit in his game you know and I'm always on the social media, Facebook and uh, Twitter as well, mainly on Facebook, though. And I'm always getting into these arguments and these battles with other other fans like LeBron James is the GOAT, MJ is the GOAT, Kobe Bryant is the GOAT, or whatever. Shaquille O'Neal is the greatest center of all time, yada, yada, yada. Okay, so my opinion is MJ, to me, is still the GOAT. MJ, okay, let's put aside the titles, okay? Put aside the titles. Let's look at the personality of the player, right? So MJ, to me, had that class of respect, class of dignity, class of humbleness. And he never, never really disrespected the game. That, to me, 
I believe he is the GOAT. Not because he has six rings, because of his skills and because of his uh, personality-wise, you know? Yeah, you can talk trash in the game, sure. Who doesn't talk trash while playing the game, right? But talk trash with respect, you know? If you, if you bring it and you got it, you can talk trash all the time. Larry Bird was the biggest trash talker of all time. Larry Bird talked trash in the NBA. He was the biggest trash talker of all time. And yet he showed that he could trash talk because he had three rings. Every time he'd go into the NBA, you I mean, if you were around during those 80s, the 80s era, man, man, dude, NBA was beast, man. Go into a fight, Lakers versus Celtics fighting all the time, Celtics versus Detroit Pistons fighting all the time, uh, Bulls fighting the Pistons all the time. Yeah, it goes on and on and on. Now, these days, when you watch the NBA, you know, it's just finesse. There's no, it's soft, like they say. It's, everyone thinks NBA is soft now these days. You know, and then you have a lot of European players as well. Uh, and that has really changed the game, I believe, in, in today's NBA. So LeBron James came out with a statement saying, I will never, on Twitter, he tweeted, I will never miss the playoffs ever again. That is for sure. And then he put an expletive mark in there as well. Uh, so LeBron James, my 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 question to you is, why do you continue to do the things you do, you know? Why do you continue to disrespect the game? You know, if you want to be respected, let your actions show. Don't talk. And that's my problem with LeBron James. He's a, he's a big talker. He talks a lot. I, I know he's got game, and he's a great player. I'm not dis, dissing, disrespecting him that. He's a great player, but I believe he talks more than he plays. I, I, I have no doubt he is a great, great, and a Hall of Famer. Without a doubt, but you can't, you you can't talk on, especially with the media. You know, he goes on when they do their press conference. He asks them a question, so you think that, huh? So you think that, huh? You know, I mean, if you're gonna do that, then the media will obviously disrespect him, no matter what. You know, and everybody hates the media, whether you like it or not. Um, you know, but I feel with LeBron James, he really, really has to just. Close his mouth and go and play the game. And, and 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 just respect. Just respect the game. Respect. Don't disrespect. It, it, it's it's kind of like he has some sort of, and I'm no psychiatrist. I'm no doctor. But it kind of feels like he has some sort of mental illness to me. But that's, that's my own opinion. So with that being said, I, I, I believe that. LeBron James next year, he won't miss the play. I think if he's going to stay in L.A., uh, Lakers, first off, I don't blame all of it on LeBron. I blame some of it on LeBron. I also blame I also blame the GM, Rob Palinka, and the ownership, uh, uh, Jeannie Buss. They should have put their foot down and said, no, you are not the GM. I am the GM. I will choose who to bring in and play with you. You are just the player. So you do the playing. I will do the GMing. And it was simple as that. Instead, uh, Rob Palinka handed him the keys and said, here, you go you go pick whoever you want and I'll welcome them in. No, 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 no. Now Lakers are stuck with Russell Westbrook's uh, uh, um, uh, salary. 
the contract. They have to pay him his money now. And they just, by the way, they just finished paying uh, Luau Deng his $72 million that he was due. So now they have to pay $92 million to Mr. Russell Westbrook. So, you know, I, I, and I don't, and they're giving away all their draft picks. So Lakers are going to be uh, hurting for a while. They're going to be down for a while. And that's uh, disappointing. But if you live in L.A., there's so many other teams to cheer for and winning that you don't even have to worry. I mean, I'm as a, I'm a diehard L.A. fan. I love the Lakers. I love the Dodgers. I love the Kings. I even love the Rams, baby. The Rams are back in L.A. And that's the new talk of the town. Rams, I guarantee you this uh, Los Angelinos uh, NFL fans, the Rams will contend the rams will repeat i am calling it now back to back sean mcveigh is gonna run it back baby and that's what i'm saying and everybody can all just just hate on la and put them out in the shadows and just worry about whoever uh, the broncos or uh, the tampa bay buccaneers or new england patriots rams they got this man i'm telling you they got this they got this the rams to me are looking like the the Lakers of the NFL. They got this uh, style, this whole class of where we can bring in stars. Look at what they did last year, right? They brought in Von Miller. They brought in OBJ. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was with the Rams for a bit. You know, um, Ramsey, uh, Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford. You know, the, the list goes on. And they bring in all these uh, great players, Hall of Famer players, Aaron Donald, you know. And what happened? They ended up winning the Super Bowl. I tell you, man, when I saw Matthew Stafford, when I saw him throw that uh, Hail Mary, the first game they played against the Chicago Bears, when I saw him throw that Hail Mary to... Uh, Cooper Cup, I was like, dude, man. I don't know if it was Cooper Cup or uh, or, uh, Woodson, but despite that, the Hail Mary was right on target, and he ran all the way down. I was like, dude, this guy's legit. And if you look at Matthew Stafford, man, I felt sorry for the guy because he was with a crappy, crappy, crappy franchise, crappy team. You basically look at the Detroit Lions, and you think of the, the old LA Clippers where the Clippers just was the worst team in NBA the Detroit Lions are exactly like that and the his his four years with uh, Detroit or um, I don't know how many years but it stunk man and I believe Matthew Stafford is a Hall of Fame player he's a great and he's an elite quarterback I'm telling you man Give this guy, if he shines again next year, they'll be talking about it. They'll be talking about it. He's got one Super Bowl. Give him two or three more Super Bowls, they're going to be talking about it. Is he elite or not? I believe he's elite. I, in fact, I believe he should have won MVP. That's my other topic now. Is Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup won the Triple Crown, right? But I think he should have won MVP as well. Cooper Cup deserved that MVP. He deserved it. But... Since this is a quarterback-driven league, and since Aaron, Aaron Rodgers t- uh, is considered the greatest or the best player in the game today, they gave it to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, really, he's a drama queen. He really is, because look at, he's a half-celebrity, half-football player. In my opinion, Aaron Rodgers, I, I feel like 
as great as a quarterback he is, I, I don't feel his um, he he wants to be considered the goat. Like Tom Brady, as much as I hate him and despise him, you know, I I have to admit he is the he is he has seven Super Bowls, right? So he's considered the goat. And and as much as I dislike that because I'm from LA and he's playing in New England, Boston area, I'm you know, and LA and Boston have a big rivalry against each other. So despite that being said, he has seven Super Bowl and he wants to be considered the goat, right? Kobe Bryant was the same. Kobe Bryant in LA wanted to be considered the goat. Now he has five rings and uh, Brady has seven, but they're both different sports, right? So Aaron Rodgers, to me, he doesn't want to be considered the GOAT. He just wants to play, have fun, and uh, compete and enjoy himself. And to me, I can respect that, you know. But um, so far, he is not, uh, other than that one Super Bowl he's won, uh, he has not proven to be a, a championship quarterback, a Super Bowl quarterback. You know, he's great in the in the regular season, kind of like Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning is a great regular season quarterback. But when it comes to playoff time, he's not that great. You know, uh, although Manning has two Super Bowls, one with the Colts and the other one with the Broncos. So now um, getting back, um, you know, uh, Tom Brady. So Tom Brady said he's retired and then quickly unretired came out of it. And mostly due to, you know, the, the his career being around that camaraderie, bleh, being around with his buddies. I'll say that because I can't say that word. <laughs> so being around his friends and his teammates and all that stuff, he misses that. So he wants to go back to that. And that's great. That really is. For me, it sucks. And I'm pretty sure for everyone else that's not Tom Brady fan. It sucks for them as well. Because, like, we want to move on. You know, like, okay, you had your fun. You ruled the NFL for so many years. You're 45 now. Isn't it time to go? Isn't it time to retire? And he's like, nope, I'm coming back for another Super Bowl run. I'm like, dude, please, please, God. Even Sean McVay was like, God, can't this guy just stay retired? (laughs) So, yeah, Sean McVay, I completely agree with you, man. Completely agree with you. So, Tom Brady is coming back. Here we go again. So, now they're going to go get more talent, surround him with, and try to win another Super Bowl now. So, but I say not so fast. Hold on there, Cowboy. Hold on there, Hall of Famer GOAT. The Rams just beat you last year. And I had to admit, had Rams given up that game, I would have been I would have been pissed because that game was all Rams and they like allowed Tom Brady to get back, come back in the game. And I was like, dude, are you serious, L.A.? Are you serious, Rams? But nevertheless, we were all not surprised because Brady is Brady and he does what he's best. And that is make comebacks, which he did. So, anyways, getting back uh, to uh, today, present. So, it seems like right now, NBA is looking like the Phoenix Suns are going to be back in the finals again. And I don't know who's coming out of the East, really. I want to say Miami, but with uh, 
Boston as the second seed. They, they're like mainly the surprise team, the Boston Celtics. And then you have the Bucks, the uh, defending champs, and the 76ers with the uh, Joel Embiid, who has been looking pretty good, like the MVP uh, of the year. So, um, but you know what? I I I hate to say it, but I'm thinking it's either going to be the Sixers or um, Miami. And I think Phoenix Suns have something to prove that they can win a title with a with a aging Chris Paul. You know, I think they can win a title. So I'm I hope it's the Suns. So good luck to the Suns and uh, whoever comes out of the East. Uh, so that being aside, I'm going to put sports aside now and I'm going to dive into a little bit of politics here and, uh, talk about, uh, the United States of America, the land of the free, that shining city on the hill, as Reagan once put it, um, land of opportunities. So I don't know if you follow, uh, politics, uh, if you don't, that's fine. Um, but if you fo- follow the current event, uh, events, you'll see right now, uh, Russia has decided to, uh, attack Ukraine and, uh, President Biden, uh, has responded with a lot, a lot, a lot of sanctions and has decided to help Ukraine's military in aiding them in, uh, in, in weapons, uh, and weapons. So... You know, I'm going to say it like this, okay? The economy, America's economy, is what made America so great to live in. It wasn't diversity, you know. Yeah, it's great to have people from different countries living there. Asian people, South Asian people, uh, European people, blacks, African Americans. It's it's great to have that diversity and all that. I get it. But what made America great was the economy. The economy is what makes the country so great to live in. And if you look at what's going on, like, I don't know if you were around during the uh, Clinton years, you know, uh, Reagan and Clinton years, but Clinton really brought the economy to its peak, you know? Ever since Clinton left, we had Bush Jr. Bush Jr. just was bad, worse. He, he made the uh, uh, economy go tank and, and gave us the Great Recession. In comes Obama. Obama brings it back up. Then we had four years of that clown Trump. Now we have uh, uh, Biden in office. I mean, you know, stop being the big brother. Stop being uh, the, the savior of the world, you know, and, and focus on the people the people of America is what makes you great. The people of America is what makes the economy grow. It's the people. The people. That's what makes America great. Not those crazy kooks, those Republican p- politicians and Democrats who are, who are trying to, uh, you know, make America this powerful, powerful country. It isn't that. It is the economy. In the meantime, you have all these billionaires and all these millionaires making, uh, feeding off of the uh, uh, off of the poor and the middle class. And while everyone else is getting rich, we are left to struggle. 
So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this if you're out there listening to me. Do you want your children to be raised in a country that has no no money whatsoever, that, that cannot survive on its own? No, you would rather take your kids and take it to a, be- a, a better country. You know, like my parents, my father, my mom came from Asia wanting a better life, wanting a better life for their children and decided to move to the U.S. so they can have a better, a, a better life for their children. Same thing. Our kids are the future of this country. Our kids is what's going to make America grow, make it great again. But we can't have our children raised improperly, raised in the wrong society. That is why I say, let's look into our souls. Let's think about it. Let's see what America will do to make America great again. I believe Obama was seeing that, right? America wants change, right? America wants to change with the world. People, the newer, uh, the millennials, you know, the newer generation wants to see that change. We saw it with Obama as he became the first colored president in United States history. And we were thinking we were going to see the first female president in Hillary Clinton. But that didn't happen, obviously. So now we have to realize change is what is good, best for the country. Change is what when change happens, everything good happens. But when we roll back time and we keep going back into our past with these old, old presidents, it's, 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 you know, I hate to say it, but it's just not a good thing. You know, people, American people want to see change in this country. American people want to see change in Washington, in D.C., and that's not happening. Because the people there won't give up their power. They, they, they're too power lustful, too power hungry to let go of their power. And that's sad, really. So with that being said, I hope you all enjoyed my podcast. Please, please, please hit like, hit follow. And um, follow me on Facebook at Shiraz Sheikh, or you can find me on Twitter at Shiraz Sheikh Show. And uh, I hope to uh, hope you guys have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you guys real soon. Bye bye.